The midnight glances and the topless dancer. The can of free card back with speakers. The cheese from the 40s and the chicks with beavers. The northern lights in the southern comfort. And it don't even matter if your fame's a poster. I said it's all good and it's all in fun. You know what? I realize how like slow my pony is when I'm bopping away to the intro. <laughs> I got so into my own fucking intro that I was banging the table and I've got the phone on. What's up? I have the phone on the stupid desk and it like fell off the edge of the desk and down they went. Come to YouTube, you guys. I don't know what like this danger. It's grace under fire. It's dangerous over here. It's dangerous here. Oh, where are we? Where the fuck up? Where are the we're on. That's Where on. are we at? God, good morning. Good <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your host. And today is the morning show with Jen Snow. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. It's too early for this shit. Tiffany, Purple Princess, Alex King, Susan, good morning. And we got, oh, there she is. Fierce Ambition Podcast. Fierce Ambition oh. Podcast was another She was on TikTok. I couldn't get your name right. I know you from Instagram. I love your face. Fierce Ambition Podcast, get into my DMs. I'd like to have you on too if you're interested. Big Paw, good morning. Janine, good morning. Purple Princess. Purple good morning. Princess. Starboard Patriot. I don't see Sonia in here either. So, this, mornings, mornings are tough for Sonia. I got to give her a break. That's some extent. Damn, right? Jen. Well, you could be like guys falling over, not on the screen. I, they did. They did. They just went. I was all into it. I was like, yeah, like, I love that sound clip. I'm like, I'm I'm all into it. Okay, here we are. We're we're live. Here we are. Family first. Pamela, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Here we are. Before we get started with Jen Snow in the morning show, and she's got some stuff she wants to talk about today, and and it ties into kind of what we've been talking about recently. I do want to do a quick, thank you, Fierce Ambition Podcast. I love your face. I do want to do a quick... um, Update. So Justice Smollett uh, has been found guilty out four out of the five or five out of the six counts of basically the shit that he did. So he 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 made up this whole story about how I don't know. Do you know the Jesse Smollett story? No, we've been no. watching this. Jesse Smollett's an actor, was an actor. And he made oh, yeah. up he, he made up this whole story about how a bunch of guys jumped him in an alleyway and dumped bleach oh, on him. Yeah. And um, everybody was like, justice for Jesse. And everyone was like, ah, white people. Yeah. And it was like. Then it turned out that the whole thing was fake. Uh, he made it all up, and they charged him for it. Like, they, they hit him hard. Now, I don't think he's going to get five out of six. Thank you so much, Millie. Um, I don't think he's going to see any jail time. If anything, it's going to be probably a slap on the wrist. But I take stock in the fact that I think his career is pretty much over at this point, and it's pretty fucking embarrassing. Like, that's got to be some embarrassing shit. Um but they did find him guilty. As far as the Gisling Maxwell trial, that is starting back up today. It's supposed to be here in about a half an hour. Uh, you can follow. There's people on Twitter. If you're interested, let me know in the DMs or wherever. I will send you who I'm following on Twitter and who I'm following on Instagram. Information about the Gisling Maxwell trial is hit or miss. Um, it's kind of, I, I don't know that I trust some of it. I don't know if I trust all of it. So I try to only put out what I feel like I can verify or I feel like in my intuition tells me that, you know, this probably is you know, true, but it's hard because they're in overflow rooms. And so they're only being fed information that is, so it's tough. Um, son. Okay. So we got Sonia's, Sonia's sister-in-law is in here. Is this, is this true? Hi, 
Hi, Kelly. Uh, Sonia is not a born. She's never been a morning person. And and I, you know what? She doesn't really get paid. So, I mean, I, I can't really, you know, I'm not going to get on it. I'm, I'm not a huge morning person. So I feel her pain. Um, hello. So whole, oh, we just have, I will message you. We're good. Okay. We're good. We're caught up on the comments. Good morning, everybody on TikTok. We're live on YouTube. If you want to join the other half of the conversation, please come over. Good morning, Inkfish. The link is in my bio. Come over make sure you hit subscribe. So you get the bell and the, the alerts when we're morning shows. That's where we are. Jen, we were so, talking back. We were talking backstage. You wanted to talk a little bit about people. Oh God. How, how did you put that? Talk about like teaching. Like, so the other day we talked about, you know, seeing auras in the trees, right? Like looking at the top of the trees and, you know, this is something I get. And I got asked this again, how do you start to feel your own energy? How do you kind of get connected with yourself? Right. And so, and I haven't thought about this technique in probably years in the sense of talking about it. I do it actually a lot myself when I feel really um, ungrounded and disconnected. So mm-hmm. it's really funny that it's coming back up because it's it's a really cool, really simple, really easy way to begin your journey. So starting to feel your own aura, starting to feel your own energy, because once you start to feel your energy, once you start to connect with your energy field and your chakras, um, you begin this process of getting information about what's you know disconnected what's you know maybe overloaded underloaded where you might be holding stuff so this is going to segue in the next like you know couple shows the things I want to start bringing up because I think it's really important that we start to learn about ourselves because as we learn about ourselves as we go on this journey within you get to then discover who you are in a in a more abundant way like maybe gifts and tools and capacity that you didn't realize you had so mm-hmm. you know, everybody has their own natural capacity and some of us live in the maximum side of it some of us are still work- working our way up right but here's right. the thing and I truly believe this and if we begin to discover who we really are our authentic true selves mm-hmm. there will never there will no longer be space for all this crap there will no longer be space for energy that doesn't feed and promote and encourage your highest self like right. if we fix ourselves if everybody in this this world went into their max capacity of who they are we wouldn't be living in this timeline where there's a bunch of crap right we'd be moving forward and so and i know it's something that you know we talk about it i said uh, this is the conspiracy theory side of me is that these tools and techniques have been out there for tens of thousands of years and it's all been downgraded it's all been put away it's all been put somewhere where we don't the average person doesn't have access to it and now it's changing because souls are coming forward saying no no i know this information Mm -hmm. like i know things i don't know how i know it i just know it you can't be gaslit like you get really because once you're solid in yourself it is really hard to be gaslit by people because it's like you you don't question yeah you step into your truth and you don't question yourself anymore and it's like you know what i know what you're saying but i know what happened and i know what i believe but thanks thanks for being here thanks for the feedback like right i get a lot of this kind of shit on tiktok a lot of these comments where people they will come in and they'll be like no 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 it's supposed to be this way or no 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 you're part of the problem and no 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 it's like listen I get what you're saying. And I don't know why you're coming at me about this because it's my page, my video, my rules, but Hey, whatever. But listen, I know what I'm doing. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know how I feel. I know what I've researched and I know what dots I put together just because they don't connect with the dots that you put together. 
doesn't make them any less valid. That's where like multiple theories come in at like every theory, as long as it can be backed up with an explanation as to how you got there and why you think the way you think and why you got the theory that you got should be looked at, should be examined, should be, but going to the same place. Right. Think about it. There's a million different healers out there. Right. Different modalities, you name it. It's out there. Right. Right. It's all going to the same place. It all comes from at the core of it. Now, not the change side of it, because everybody wants to change stuff. Everybody wants to put their spin on stuff. You know, you know, we can look at, you know, religious texts and they have been shifted. Like people they have, have been added to right? get into the Bible. Well, is it I'm too not, early for the Bible? I'm not ripping any of those religious texts apart, but when you get to the core of them, it's all about love and you know, owning who you are and being in a space of kindness, you know, when you strip it apart, right? Universal law, in my opinion, that's how I kind of look at my life is where am I aligned with the universal law of cause and effect? Mm -hmm. That's what I really like try to live by. But it's, and I say try because sometimes I fall off the wagon and I hit my head and I get back up and I, you know, make amends, right? Um, And it's just, we're all going there. We just, you got to find what works for you. And find where you right. resonate but the message is all the same like it is the same we may say it differently but you heal yourselves and this world is a very different very different world if everybody in this world was in their max capacity oh humanity would be, be glowing versus mm-hmm. flickering well it, but it is but they're they're double and glenn good morning we're live all day well we're not live all day we're live for about an hour hour and a half but we go back to like the conspiracy and like, and this is, this has been my stance since probably the beginning. It's like, listen, you can't go out and you can't take on the the government. I mean, you can't take this who has been, because if you are still sitting on all your trauma, if you're still taking a bunch of, of anxiety, you know, mental health, now I'm not saying if you need them, you need them, that's fine. But if you're not willing to go in and, and just really start to heal the trauma that causes you to be who you are in the first place, because at the end of the day, then all you're doing is you're seeing everything from your trauma. And that's not necessarily the way it is. But that's what the government, that's what the, the that's what they're hoping you do, right? And you well, start because- to heal that. It's it's like its own form of, of rebellion. Because you heal yourself physically, spiritually, mentally. You get in that right place. And it doesn't matter if you do the spirituality or if you do the Bible or if you do the nothing. Okay, where you do just like, I'm just I'm here. here. Right. But once you, cause then, then you stop really kind of paying attention and then you stop really kind of, you know what they can do what they want, but the reality is it doesn't affect me here. Like, so uh, it is what it is. And then, but people feeding it right. Energetically we stop feed feeding it. Yes. We stop feeding not, into the monster. Yeah. When you're not thinking about that monster or living by that monster, that monster is starting to lose its grip on you, which means that your energy is no longer here anymore. Right. Coming back to coming back to home base. And, you know, I see it on TikTok, you know, calling back your energy from all directions of time and space, all people's mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about it's where your energy goes, where your mental energy goes, where your physical energy goes, where your spiritual energy goes is where you are putting and like that's food for that situation. So that's what I'm saying. We are actually feeding the same beast that we're fighting because yeah. you're not you're not healing what's causing you. Yeah. You're not present with yourself. And if we can be present with ourselves, that doesn't mean we're not going to waver. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go a little to the left, a little to the right. But if right. you can recognize that and come home, 
There's a they can't touch it. range. And that's if everybody, because then people are like, well, then you're just sticking your head in the sand. Well, not necessarily, because if you can get everybody or a really good chunk of people to be in that space, it stops being beneficial to the monster that it's feeding. And then what happens to the monster? It dies. And then I'm sure they'll try and come up with some other way. Like, but it dies. But here it is. When it goes away, when it shrivels up and, you know, becomes a ball that is about this big instead of massive, it no longer has power over the masses. Right. But and that's, individually, and then, we can do this. Individually, we start to change and shift ourselves. When you are around people, that that inspires the people around you, whether you know it or not. It raises their vibration up. Meditation is a great way to heal yourself. Absolutely. Going within and getting into that space of coming back home. Once you come home, you're not going to want to put your energy out there. Right. So Double N Glenn says meditation is a great way to heal yourself. And Double N, and you're you're right. This is one of the few ways that we are working on, you know, healing ourselves and, and getting rid of a lot of just garbage that I've been carrying around for a long time, plus garbage that we've been carrying from, from past lives and, and different things. Yep. And perceptions, things you've learned from your parents. You know, when you're in the womb, do you know how much stuff you access and absorb in the womb? Mm-hmm. And that from comes- your mom from your mom, from your dad, from the environment they were in, like mm-hmm. it begins there and it comes forward with you because you start to shape there and you bring it into the physical reality with you. Because of cell memory, right? Is that not this is so your cells can absorb energy memories and energy and memory. Right. And they bring it with you. You know, you bring those same cells with you into this world and then you live with this, but then you basically live creating the world in that creating Correct. Creating the world in that. So the idea is to heal the cell memory and then to recreate your world in a healthy. And then as you have. So and this is something we don't talk about about, too, because people will be like, you heal yourself and, and you know, we're good. But, you know, we can't get everybody to do it. And that's fine. The, the idea is really to get everybody to do it. But it's it's to get enough people to do it. And then they have kids. This isn't really, really at the end of the day. This isn't really about us. I mean, it just, it just isn't. And I've said this before, like, this isn't about us. I don't know that we're going to see like the benefits and we might, we might be, hopefully, you know, we'll see our benefits, but the reality of it is it's about healing these generations that are coming after. So to be like, my kids are never going to experience the trauma that say, like I experienced as a kid, like never, they're going to grow up in a whole different, they're growing up in a whole different environment than which I did. And so they're not going to have a lot of this garbage and then they're, they're homeschooling. So they're not going to have a lot of that stuff from like the, the stuff from school. And nephew, like they are, they're light years ahead of every, like every Mm -hmm. adult that I know, because they're coming into a world where we've already begun the shift. So they're coming in later already, like, and they have access to everything. Like, Oh my God, my niece is driving. It's it's insane. Insane. They come up and they're like talking to me in their mind. And I'm like, yeah. And it's just a natural conversation or, you know, they, they know where stuff is that my, you know, we don't know where it is. They're like, oh, it's over here. Great. Awesome. And I love it because it's like, there it is. Like, mm-hmm. we're not shutting it down anymore. Our generation got shut down. Mm-hmm. We were, you know, seven, eight, six. We were told imaginary friends don't exist. You can't mm-hmm. see auras. You can't see colors, rainbows around. I mean, because our parents, the generation before us, it wasn't a part of their everyday life. And now it's becoming a part of our everyday life, which changes it going forward. And mm-hmm. learning how these kids are so sensitive and how, you know, we're le- we will learn and we are learning 
how to help them be in this world the way it is right now when we understand the sensitivity and the energy and mm -hmm. where it goes because a lot of these kids who are super super high high energy and it's because most of them are empathic and they're taking on space around them and it goes like this because it's not comfortable mm -hmm. so we get to teach them and i that's yeah it's well yeah and that's and that's I, kind of the thing too like to be sensitive and to, yeah, to feel what they to feel so what they need to feel yeah. But still know that even though like they need to feel good morning, just Crystal, it's good to see you. They need to feel what they need to feel, but that they still have the the gahonies too. They'll deck yeah, they'll deck you while they're crying. Like don't 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 mistake the sensitivity and and the the emotional no, release for weakness. Like my kid, my youngest man, he'll he'll be all up in his feelings, but he'll still come in. He'll be like, Yeah, well. You have wrinkles under your eyes. I'm like, while he's like crying, I'm like, hey, 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 listen, but, listen. But it, they don't, kids don't know how to get it out. That's the thing. Like, they, they don't hop all of this and to teach them how to meditate, how to ground, how to release, you know, even if it's a minute a day, mm -hmm. it helps them. Like, it just, you know, I've worked with kids and I don't do it on a, on a regular basis, but it's just teaching them where to put that and take it out of their body that's not theirs. Mm -hmm. and remove it and not carry it and it's all and they go from here <sighs> then they hear yep. to let them i think a lot of times and i'm guilty of this too like with with my kids so they'll start to cry and i'll be like my guy like this is nothing to cry over like but i've stopped that like i stopped that probably in the last year and a half because i'm like you know what maybe it is something that needs to be crying maybe you're not even crying about this maybe it's just you're just over fucking well and so i'm like you know what you need to cry. That's okay. Do you, you want to hug or do you want to go sit by yourself? Cause a lot of times like my middle kid, he'll choose to go sit, but he wants to go sit by himself and process these because he gets embarrassed. And I'm like, it's nothing. I get it. Like I get it. I don't like crying in front of people either, but yeah. you need to go. If you need to go sit by yourself and feel this and let this out, go ahead and go do that. And then he comes back and he's fine. But I can remember a lot of times as a kid, just being completely shut the fuck down. Like stop crying, stop crying. This isn't nothing to cry over. Stop it. And so as I grew and as I became a teenager and an adult, like I just, I didn't, I didn't deal with any emotions. I'm like, oh, this really hurts. I'm just going to push this over here and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to drink bush light and I'm just going to have promiscuous sex and do all the stuff and some really damaging behaviors as a result of not dealing with my emotions. So Jedi Smurf AK zero says kids are great magnets. My niece opened my eyes and helped me start my own journey so I could be better for myself and for her and my own children. Oh my God. Like, it's amazing. My nieces and my nephew inspire me every day to do this job. And, you know, um, I use a lot of the tools and techniques when I'm around them to really anchor in how, you know, beautiful, smart, energetic, like I really take time when I'm with them to give them a lot of positive suggestions until they get to the point where like, auntie, I know. And then <laughs> like, like, I'm the shit. Me. I get it. Okay. And now I move on to the next stage of affirmations, but it's funny mm -hmm. because they're so open that I can drop those in there and they can really, huh, I already know this. Like mm -hmm. now it's, now it's a no, it's not mm -hmm. a maybe it's not a, Oh, thanks. It is a no. And that's mm -hmm. what, one of the biggest tools that we can utilize when you're with your kids is, you know, they're very open. They're in an open state of hypnotic trance all the time from zero to eight. And it's a really great fundamental time to really anchor in on those positive things. Mm -hmm. So Kristen, Kristen says, did you know if a mom has mental health issue, there's an 80% chance the kids will have it too. If father has mental health issue, there's like a 50% chance that kids will have it too. 
Well, um, because, and part of that is what I was talking about, zero to eight, is the um, maternal parent or the maternal, who's seen as the maternal parent, um, really influences their kids at that time. And then as they get from nine to 14, that's where you see the parental influence starting to really take place. Mm-hmm. as they figure out who they are as you know in a different way so it's not surprising that that's the um the percentages to be honest because so double and glenn's got a little bit different so he says boys have the ability to push things down and it will fester totally unhealthy and i gotta tell you double and glenn i think boys and men men do this a lot i think that's we're taught that yeah if we're gonna get into the gender stuff this is where the toxic masculinity came into play but then it got just completely oh well blown apart and my you know they didn't talk about feelings you didn't talk about feelings there was no feels there it was right suck it up sunshine and you don't cry and you keep but there's and there's no there's a a fine line okay so listen there's a fine line with this because there's the toxic masculinity mm -hmm. and then there's being the divine masculine where you're the, the protector the you know what i'm saying and I think that line got blurred a oh, lot. Like, yeah, like probably more like this. Okay. Because now we got a bunch of dudes walking around in high heels and 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 I look, look, I got nothing against it. Do what you want to do. But then you've got the women who now have to stand up almost in that divine masculine role because nobody else will do it. And the idea, if you want to get into the conspiracy, that that was done by design. And the reason was to remove the protectors, which basically leaves the sheep or the weak out there and they're vulnerable because they've got no one to protect them. So a lot of women have really had to step into that divine masculine role. And we don't want to fucking like, we don't want to always be here. Like I'm cool with that. Like I'm cool. I'm go hard. I go home. I do my thing. I'm, you know, I, I could be CEO of, of any, and my, I like, I make good business decisions. I can know what the fuck I'm doing. But sometimes like, I don't, I, I don't want that. Like I don't, and I don't want some, but dude in high heels that, you know, who's like, oh, I'm so sad. Okay. I get that you're sad, but like, I don't want to be, I don't want to have to be the dude in, in, in my relationship. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to be the man in my relationship. Like make a fucking decision. Thank okay. Knock it off. Like, like that line was so blurred in so many different ways that mm-hmm. in my opinion and only my, in my, from my experience, especially with the men in my life. And as I grew up, they had, they weren't allowed to, they weren't allowed to have feels. So they use like, you know, having a beer after work to like, mm-hmm. you know, come down because they weren't able to talk about it. And I got confirmation from this um, a while back, my pops came through and he actually told me in a message um, through somebody else. It wasn't me making stuff up in my head. Um, he thanked me and now understood what I was trying to teach him my entire life. And right. that was about being balanced and being able to talk about how he's feeling because the things that he went through were actually kind of horrific and you know and that bled out and how he parented and what he how he treated my my nana and things that you know just different relationships because I was the guy who'd come down and be like we're gonna stop fighting now so let's talk about like I would interrupt their fighting or what was going on because I and I took on that protector role because I didn't want you know I knew I understood where it came from at the age of six Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to get him to talk about it. And his, my great, great, they didn't talk. My, you know, feelings don't often, like, it's just something that was, you know, we were told women have feelings and men don't. Right. And there's, and I think that. It doesn't matter where, you know, where you are on the preference scale. Right. But if you lean to the feminine, you have feelings. If you lean to the masculine, you don't. And I, because I idolize my papa, my dad, and, you know, 
the men in my life, I was really, you know, I lean to the, like, you don't have feels when I was younger. Now I have feels and I didn't, you know, always want them, but they're here and I'm okay with them. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a tough line. It's a tough it's, role. It is that. a tough line because you, you do, you want, you want a guy that, that is able to feel and communicate. Okay. That's not, you don't want to have to fight somebody to, to communicate and to feel what they need to feel. But at the same time, I don't like as, as a woman, I don't want some, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to, I don't want, I don't want a pussy. Like, I don't want you, like if I'm getting pushed around at a bar or if I'm feeling really uncomfortable, if I've got, you know, the hand thing going like, and I'm like, I need you to step in. And if you're too afraid to step in, cause you feel like you're going to break a nail. I just ain't going to work. Like my guy, I don't, I'm not going to, I, I will go to battle for, for a lot of the guys like that are in my circle. I've got, you know, I've got my little circle and I will go to war for them. But it, I almost feel like in the same sense that they would do the same for me. I would hope. Well, that's the balance, right? Between masculine balance. Right. I'm going to go to war for you. I'm going to go, you know what I mean? But I'm also going to be the guy that you can come sit with and we're going to, you know, be soft. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have the balance and I like kick his ass. Okay. But then come and touch my butt and give me tacos and tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. But then because I will but return that like when you, show, right? right. As when woman. you need, when you need to talk and you need to have those emotions and you need to cry, like I'm going to hold that space for you. And you could trust yeah. me. I'm, you know, I'm not going to look at you differently. I'm not. I'm gonna not. Look at you as weak. I'm not going to look at you. Oh, okay. You can't protect me because I know that you have both sides, just like I have both sides. Like if I need to step up, I'm going to step up. Like you know, right. I, but I don't always want. But this is where we are, right? So yeah. now we've got we've got a whole group of of men who are preferring to be women or who don't want to be gendered as men, or maybe they're a man one day and a woman the. And I can't. I can't. And maybe this is the boomer talking to me. Maybe I just don't. But I, I can't imagine this is some kind of phase either because I'm seeing grown-ass adults doing this. Now, if this is this, and it gets hairy because, like I said, do what you want to do. Like, live your life the way you want to live. But don't don't come at me because I am I'm have to act like a man in situations because you won't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and. I feel I like the role like that though. I don't think everybody's like that. I think that wh- wherever their pre- wherever your preference is in life, that doesn't mean that you can't be a protector or won't be a protector or be right. soft. You That's what I mean? one, yes, whatever. It's like go stick up for me in your high heels. Like don't be afraid to break your nails. Like come on, give me a. Why is my shit dinging? My shit's dinging. Jen, I'm dinging. You're dinging. Okay. Ding 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 dong. Oh, this is a really good question. So Jennifer asks, and this is something I've thought about too. So I'm glad you brought it up. She asks, can your soul be a man or a woman, or is it just a soul of a being? So are you just like light? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, okay. My understanding is, and my experience is that your soul is light. However, you have the option of taking on a masculine, feminine um, field like a masculine in some in some cases you know okay so in some theories you know as we come back and women come back as men men come back in as women and some Mm -hmm. you know i had this conversation a long time ago with somebody they're like that's just why the 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 preference of where you stand in life can be a bit blurred because those souls that have been men for so many lives and now they come in as a woman, they don't necessarily lose the energy as, of the man. And sometimes that changes how they view, like instead of wanting an, a man, they want, you know, a woman kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with anything. Okay. But um, 
your soul can have, it has a choice when you're in your light body to either embody one or the other, embody both. Um, when I've gone back to back home in my meditations, I always see, I don't see myself necessarily as a woman or a man, it's more in the light body, but I know I can feel the essence of that energy of both masculine and feminine. So it's like, it comes together for me, but um, I know some people go when they, when they're gone home, they still see themselves as Oh, the, the gender that they're at in this life. But um, yeah, you, I always, I have always, you have options. You, you're not, you're not confined by anything. I've <laughs> always, I, I've always felt this. I, so I struggle with this and this is maybe where I kind of like the pronouns that annoys me. Like I get annoyed like, cause they're ridiculous. I I'm sorry. I think the pronoun shit's ridiculous. I think it's a, a ploy for attention and make yourself feel special. And, and then it's taken off because of the stupid media. Okay. And I don't think it makes you special, but I've always struggled with this because obviously I, I very much, I, I very much can act like a man. Like I very much can take care of myself. I very much can, can do the business of a man and I, I can negotiate and I can do everything that a man can do in, in the workplace and off. Right. I can, I can reassure, I can fight, I can do all the stuff, but at the same time, I'm a chick, like I'm a girl. And so I'm, I'm in this, this, like, and I like to like, I kind of like to do my hair and I actually, I don't really care for makeup. So I'm really lucky because I was blessed with good skin. I don't have to do a ton of makeup, but I, I like being a girl. So, but I know that like, I, I act like a man and I can walk like a man and I talk like a, like a badass. but I, but that's, I balance, but that's right? where I get confused. Well, it is balance, but sometimes I struggle because I feel like Maybe if I was more feminine, like maybe I should be more feminine. Maybe if I wasn't such a, a, a okay. ballsy but, person that I would attract more. Okay. Like in, in my lifetime, like up, you know, up until now, I would have attracted more men, men, like, cause my whole, you know, up until now, like it's always been these men who have kind of been, you know, and even friend, I'm not talking just relationships or anything like I'm talking about like friends, but I've always, I've always attracted the men that I've attracted were always, and I don't want to say weak. But we're rarely like an alpha type of male. They were usually betas. And I th I've thought a lot about this. Okay. Like, so go. You, okay, yes, go. If you are overloaded on one side, mm -hmm. you're going to attract the opposite to mirror what's going on. So, you, you know, being, you got to be okay with your feminine. You got to be in love with your feminine side. And you got to be in love with your masculine side. That's how they come together. That's how I'm probably more in love with my masculine side. Exactly. So where are you? Where, where, what, what prevents you from being in love with your feminine side? Like, I, I don't I, think I, I, I don't think day. I know how, but so, I don't know how. Okay. So we got to discover how, you know, what is in the way of you? Cause you do know how it's deep down inside. You know how to love your feminine side, but maybe there's something there that prevents you from doing it. Maybe there's some belief system potentially some perception that the feminine side is weak, blah, 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 or it's oh. an experience that you, you learned. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Um, and I think that's it. Could like, be. cause when I think of over and, and you know, there's some, I, when I think of overly feminine women, I think of like the dainty, like I think of my grandma Hazel kind of, but she was a bitch. So like straight away, like grandma Hazel, she was, do you want to talk about a fucking racist? You want to come at me and call me, let me introduce you to grandma Hazel. And I didn't do this before because then people are like, well, hey, well, racism runs in the, oh my God, shut up. No, it doesn't. But listen, she used, to, used, she used the N word and everything. Like she was just, 
my grandma Hazel, she's dead. Rest in peace. I hope she's found her peace. But she wasn't, she wasn't the, the best. And right. she didn't, she didn't care for me. And, but she was very like, she got her hair done every week. And she was very petite and very like, do you know what I'm saying? Like she, she was. She sounds like my, well, my Nana wasn't the outspoken type, but my Nana was very petite. And this is actually how I got off track when it came to loving my feminine was watching my Nana be, you know, at home smoking cigarettes, drinking coffee and making dinner. And that's all she did. Like barefoot. Yeah. Barefoot and and pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Barefoot. And I was like, oh, fuck. No, I am not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So I went that way. Yeah. Like way that way. So now we're like divine masculines with boobs. Yeah, like I did. I went that way and I had to bring myself back. I had to come back to home. So Jennifer says it's different generations. And I think I think you're right. It is different generations. I was constantly like, you can't say that in public. Like I would like get in his face because the stuff he would say and it just wasn't appropriate. And I was the only one willing to be like, no, you will not. And that's just it. Like when you start to I I don't I don't but, know. like I don't know how to be like I had this whole like breakdown because of this like I, and I think I even did a video on TikTok because of this mm-hmm. because of how I was feeling with this because I was like you know maybe if I was more feminine then maybe I would be but more gotta- ex- more accepted into that more maybe I would get provided more of what I need which is I I want to be protected like I don't need to be protected but I want someone to be able to, to walk with me into war. Like, and I want someone that would step, you know, up with me if we needed to go to war, you know, and I use the word war loosely, but I'm talking about just anything. Like I, you know, I want to be stood up for, and I'm, I'm rare. I rarely am. And I'm usually just left to stand up for myself. And so, but I, so I do, I stand up for myself. Like I, I do my thing, but then you attract, you know, and then, I just, and I struggle with this. Like I, there was lots of tears over this. There was lots of meditating over this because I, I was like, so then like we, cause the one thing I do like to do, I like to get manic. Look at my nails all pretty. Right. I love this, you know? And I, I know, but you do the eyelashes like you, and I'm looking at my thing. And I I thought maybe if I just wore a little more makeup, but that really doesn't resonate with me. I've never been. And it's not because I don't want to be more feminine, but it's because I don't want, I don't fucking feel like I need it too, because I, I don't like makeup. I just don't, I never, it's never been my thing. I don't understand makeup. I am not no, the no. Like I watch them. I'm like, no. And I don't want to fake this. Like, I don't want to go in here and, and do something that I don't, I'm not passionate. I don't care to do just to try and be more feminine. And so I don't really know what the answer is. Like, I don't know. And when you but said, well, you do know, you do know deep down. I don't know if I do. But you do. It's just, you got to get stuff out of the way that's preventing you from stepping into that. Like it's there. Everybody has the answers. Everybody has it in their inner self. Like it's there. We just got to shift the stuff that has gotten on top of it that prevents you from stepping in it. It could be, like I said, perceptions to belief systems, experiences. It could be, you know, there's a part of you that prevents you from stepping into feminine, divine feminine self because somewhere down the line, and we kind of talked about it, you learned that that wasn't a safe place to be. You had to go this way. So, So So talk to me about divine feminine self though. Like what is that? Like, what is, what is, what would be your definition divine, of divine feminine? It, divine feminine is a piece of your power of creation. So, you know, we, we can take it down that way, you know, and I'm not, you know, men have, you have examples as well, but 
we I'm a visual. whole circle of power creation. We have the masculine side, which is very physical. And then we have the divine feminine side, which is very energetic. And we come together. That brings our capacity to create on the energy side, create, um, you know, I'm going to use the word life, but life could be anything, give anything life, not just a baby. But when we're not in alignment, that power of life, that power of creation, half of it is missing. And that's where, you know, this whole movement, you know, in the divine feminine coming forward, because for a long time, we lived in a very masculine um, dominant space, not talking about just men, just masculine dominant energy. And so what's happening now is we're seeing this shift going, okay, yeah, we live in a physical reality. I can knock on this. And, you know, that's our physical reality because we can see it. But there's a shift happening now. It's not all about just seeing. Now it's about believing and knowing and feeling, right? Mm -hmm. So there's the divine feminine side. And we're bringing this power, this half of our power of creation. We're now integrating it into our physical reality. We're merging it with the divine masculine so that our power of creation is whole. So we, when we think, we feel, we create. We're already doing that. We're just not aware of it. We're kind of, it's this fuzzy, hazy little thing happening because it doesn't necessarily always happen in real time at this moment because we haven't figured out that we need to integrate this power of life, this power of um, divine feminine into the masculine so that it can be in real time, that we can create in real time. And it changes, it shifts our entire understanding of gravity, physical reality. But um, that doesn't mean, you know, you're going to all of a sudden, you know, be doing your hair makeup maybe that's your expression and if that's your expression of your divine feminine that's amazing how else how how okay if it's not maybe maybe this is maybe maybe this is where i struggle with this so like what are some ways that women like myself and you yeah and you okay yeah because we're both we're both jen and i have made this this deal like if we buy any new clothes like we're gonna buy them colorful Cause we tend to wear, I know, <laughs> I know I'm wearing blue. You can't, it looks black, but it's blue. Um, because we, we wear a lot of black and gray and it's not like, like, it's not like that. Cause I, I like black and gray. My family side, my mom, and you know, that was, that yeah. was conditioning. I grew up with the, you know, you wear black to look thinner. Big girls wear black to look thinner. That's it. God, I hate that expression. That's a big <sighs> belief system that you have to unwind. So Chickapee, I don't know if I said this, but thank you. I love your face. Um, but what are some other, like what are some other ways that maybe you can step more into your, like I follow some divine ven, I follow some divine feminines on Instagram or self-proclaimed divine feminines okay and their whole page and I love them I think they're they're they they got great great quotes and they're very empowered they're not way to the the feminist side which I appreciate because they understand that in order to to you have to have you have to have the divine masculine too you can't be the man in yeah it's not a lot of it a lot of it is basically pictures of them standing around without their shirts on and now okay and i'm all for it like go for like we we did the ring we did the ring light thing and and listen this ain't that yeah thoughts okay keep your ain't taking her shirt off like fucking thoughts knock it off but this is what it is. Or they talk a lot about sex and a lot about, you know, and that kind of thing. And like, the and, okay. and so that's great, but I'm not there yet. Or I can't be there online. So that's their expression. That's the way they feel that they can step into the divine feminine self. That's how they choose to express that part of themselves. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean if you don't do that, you can't express your divine feminine. That 
you got to think about what makes you feel like you're in your life force power of creation, but in that, in that softer side, not the like protector side, you know, that's coming together, but you know, it could be doing your hair. It could be something simple. It could be you, you know, enjoying the fact that you have plants around. It doesn't matter. You have to find what makes you feel like you're like, ha, oh, this makes, and I'm going to use this, but I don't mean it as like an outward thing thing. What makes you feel pretty inside and out? If it's your clothes, if it's the way you decorate your home, if it's your nails, if it's your lashes. I have pretty red nails. If it's contouring. If it is wearing a plaid shirt, it doesn't matter, guys. It's about what brings that energy into you what makes you sit in that energy what makes you get comfortable in that energy i mean it could be walking around barefoot it could be doing the herbalist side of things i mean it doesn't matter it could be anything that makes you feel like you are in touch with your feminine side and the power of the feminine side it's not about just outward expressions but that internal expression of this is who i am and once you're there it's just going to exude out of you. It is not going to matter what pictures you take. It's not going to matter what you decorate because that is just going to be a reflection of that. But it's not going to be the cause of that. And you got to step back into that, whether you're male, female, it doesn't matter. Right Keep talking. We need to balance this, right? We need to bring wholeness to it. We can't be dominant one over the other. And I appreciate my, you know, my great grandmothers and, you know, my grandmother and my mom who went through this time where, you know, the feminine was fighting for their voice, but we only had to fight for our voice because there was an overlay. There was an, a, a misalignment and changing that now is not to hold the past in the present. We got to let that go and we got to find a new flow of being whole. And that means being in both, whether, you know, one side of you standing in the divine feminine and the other side of you standing in the divine masculine, it's finding that balance. And as you begin to find that balance, you begin to express yourself differently. You begin to, in my opinion, in my experience, begin to know yourself differently. And there is no more one over the other. It's everything coming together. And when we come together and we're whole in ourselves, that radiates out into the world, like, you know, throwing that pebble and watching it ripple. It's just going to take off in the collective consciousness. So good chat. Good chat. <laughs> Sorry, there's somebody at the door, apparently. I got a naked kid running around. Too. He's like, ma, ma, ma. There's somebody at the door. I'm like, well, who is it? And he's like, well, I don't know. It starts with an F. So what do you mean it starts? <laughs> it's FedEx. It's fucking FedEx. FedEx is dropping off. And I had to get it because they've missed like twice. And if you miss it like the third time, then they send it. But it's a Christmas present. So it's like, I got to. But he says, good morning, everybody. Yes, you can only hear one side. If you want to hear the other side, you'll have to come to the YouTubes uh, because I don't know how to do both yet. We're working that. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever get it worked out. So what are your thoughts on men connecting? Woo! What are your thoughts about men connecting with the divine feminine while still being a man? Absolutely. You can do that and be who you are. Absolutely. That is the point. It's not about men and women individually connecting with one or the other. It's about us as a collective connecting with both sides of the coin. And you can be in your divine feminine and be who you are and who you want to be. That doesn't mean that you're going to, and I say this lightly, and I, it's just an example, but it's not, you're not going to start changing, you know, you're not going to start maybe getting your nails done. Maybe you will. I don't know. That's totally I did. But I didn't even know so I liked doing this kind of thing until I had it done. have to do this. This isn't just about women doing this. It's about men and women doing this. The way you utilize that power of creation, 
and where you sit with that power of creation, that divine feminine life power is going to come through you. It already is a part of you as a man. It is. And again, you, decades of um, programming, mindset programming, emotional programming from our generation's past has changed that. But if you look back in some of the history, different ethnic groups had that balance where, you know, they were connected to Mother Earth and they had, you know, that, you know, there were protectors and but then they were soft and gentle at the same time. And mm -hmm. it's, it's about finding your balance and your expression of that is going to be who you are. It's not going to make you go one way that you don't want to go. And that I'm sure is part of the fear with a mm -hmm. lot of um, on the masculine side. If I become connected to my feminine side, what does that mean? Well, it's it means whatever you want it to mean. That's the right. best part. You have. It means you can communicate with your feminine on a level that she can understand. Yeah. Bringing your light bodies together. Mm -hmm. You're missing. You're out. If you're only standing in one half of your light body, there's another half of your light body that has to be integrated and merged back in because it's gotten outside of your aura. It's gotten outside of yourself. And mm -hmm. once you bring that ball of light back into yourself, it's going to be a full expression of who you are. And it doesn't mean you're going to you know, drastically change the way you live your life. You know, you like chopping wood, you're going to chop wood still. You know what I mean? It just means- Maybe you just do it with a manicure. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Maybe Purple, Prin Purple Princess says, I get upset when I feel like I have to be more male, but then even more upset when I do take on the more male side, like fix the toilet and get hit. And then I get hit with the, oh my God. But you're too independent. I hate, Liz, Liz I, you know how many people have come to me? Hello, good morning on TikTok. It's good to see you. You know how many people have come and said, listen, did you know that overdependence is a trauma response? And I'm like, well, listen, Gary, okay, maybe if the divine male or the divine masculine would step the fuck up and do what he needs to do, I wouldn't have to do this. But here I am doing this because I can't get this dude out of high heels to do what I feel like is he should. And this, this dabbles into the gender roles too, right? I'm really careful. I don't really believe in gender roles. I think you go at it as a team. That's why I always say I've I want people in my circle that'll go to war with me, not necessarily for me, but for me, if I ever can't. So okay. if there's ever times that, that where I'm down and out, or I'm, you know, I, I, I can't, like, I can't, I'm overwhelmed. I can't, I can't. that they will step in and be like, listen, she's going to rest and you're going to listen. And yeah. that's, you know, that's what I, that's, that's what I need. That's what I crave. And that's what I can't ever, ever seem to find a good balance with in, in any of the relationships. So, so over here, there's not an opportunity for finding the balance. Well, and what's weird about this is that I've got a lot of women who have yourself included, who have kind of stepped like, listen, ship's going to sit and I'm going to take over and you're going to listen. And, but it's, it's, it's interesting because they're women. And I feel like this is, I feel like when you talk about the divine, like this is supposed to be some kind of like the divine masculine. They, and then when you bring those, like if I, like when you bring them together, like they're unstoppable. Like you are unfucking stoppable because then when he needs to rest, I have the capability of stepping up and being like, listen, he's going to sit down and you're going to listen. And this yeah. is what's going to happen and make the decisions and do what I need to do because they can't at the moment. But what I, what I struggle with is constantly having to be the person well, while they sit over here and just rest it's one-sided, right? And that's the thing is right. no relationship is 50-50. It all works out to be 50-50 if you know right. you eventually get there. But it is. It's But here, the, here it is. We have to break these generational programming that men have to be one way and women have to be another. Like, And mm -hmm. right now the movement is, you know, when I say this, again, there's a lot of women making this movement where men are still fighting that generational programming, mm -hmm. you know, and 
that's the thing. It's time to, yeah, but they're, the but they're going way to the other side. So now we have this generational programming of men walking around in their high heels and their lipstick. And, and I'm sorry, that's just from, and you like, you can do what you want to do, but if you are doing that and you're straight and you're looking for a divine, divine feminine, you're, you're going to struggle because we're, we're tired and be very masculine at the same time. when you need to be in very feminine to be, you know what I mean? So it's just about individuals finding where that wholeness is and how to get back to that wholeness and then expressing it, how they feel when they're in, they're in this combined space of both. And that right. expression will be individuals. Again, it's about individual expression. Like It is. And, 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 like, and you're right. I mean, I guess if you're walking around high heels, but you can still throw down for your, your person. I mean, that's bet. Like, go, go do what you want to do. That's up to you. And I, you know what? I would fall on my face and be like, oh, I broke this is awesome. I'm going down. Yeah, maybe that wasn't the best example, but that it kind of, well, maybe it kind of is because. But women are the I same just, way. You know, but, you women on the other side, very, you know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm struggling to find. And then the ones that I, that, that I do see out there that are, I feel like really stepped into their alpha role and really stepped into their divine masculine are just dicks like straight full of themselves like posting their thirst traps like there's no and this is just my opinion this is not this is not this is my opinion force them like how many women get into the ceo role and are very hard rigid because they've had to be hard they've had to be they've had to be hard to get there and but if you and i you know i put this out there with some women that i do know if you ask them there is a piece of them that they aren't sitting with and that's you know they they don't all feel complete and some of them do and they love the way they are and that's perfect. You love who you are. You can be you. But when you break it down, they have to come back to center again. They got to find their way back. But that's because society has made that if you're going to get to the top and you're a woman, you need to be a heart bald breaking, you know, cause you got to deal with all the crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's part of the reason I but it's true of the executive world. I was had a great, like I had great opportunities and I just realized that, you know, it wasn't, that wasn't going to feed my soul. That wasn't going to be who I wanted to be in the end. And yeah. I'm well, and, and I'm, and I love who I am. I love, like I said, I absolutely, I love, I love everything about me and I love, I love that I can do that. And then at the same time I can get my nails done. And at the same time I can, you know, sit down in my stand up shower and, and ball my eyes out if I need to, because I can do it all. What I, what I would love is for, you know, like that's, that's someone to, to go to war with me, essentially to save the world with me. And that's, that's where I struggle. That's why I have my very small group of people who I feel like, you know, are kind of the same way as me, like you, and we can do this. That's what I'm saying. Um, if so, Kelly says, if I want to speak with you privately about these types of issues, would that be possible? This is, is this something you do? I don't. Divine feminine and masculine? Yeah. Kelly, if you want to give us some more. I am actually working um, in the process of creating and I've created some of it and I've put some, I've gotten some really amazing feedback on how to bring back the soul parts, how to bring back your soul pieces, how to bring back, you know, that part. And it's, um, I'm in the process of creating this whole thing um, so that we can begin doing this because I uh, threw something out there in one of my groups. I have a Tuesday night meditation group that I started when COVID happened because I wanted a space for people to come to and uh, Mm -hmm. just have a time out. Um, And I went off on a channel and I recorded it and the results have been epic. And it's about seeing your light. And I realized that that is something that is 
that needs to be focused on. So it's something else that I'm creating. And yes, I do this individually, but I will also be doing it as groups. So she says more about finding yourself near berries. Yeah, this goes back. So you're just, this is your workshop, isn't it? Well, the workshop is about teaching you how to how to hypnotize yourself, how to meditate, how to get into that place where you can begin to explore that inner world of yours and all the steps and tools. So, yes, the workshop is built around giving you tools and techniques to begin your journey. And what and the reason I'm building this, I built the workshop is because if you have when you start doing this, when you come to work with me, we can just get going. Like we don't have to spend one or two sessions getting you into a space where you know how to do this and we can just hit the ground running. And so that's the point of the workshop is to, you know, give everybody the tools so you can do it in, in your own time and space. And then when you come to see me we can get into the, the onion, like let's start peeling that bad boy out. Let's get to mm-hmm. the core of things. And just, it was my way of saying, Hey, you know, let's move forward faster. If you, you know, if you know how to do some of this stuff, we can just ju- dive in. And I'm happy to teach you one-on-one. Like if that works for you, we're going to spend the first two sessions actually learning how to regress, how to get into that space of somnambulism and that deep hypnotic meditative space where you have access to your subconscious mind, where you're sitting in your landscape of your subconscious mind mm-hmm. and have in your space. cabinets in your space. In your space as the divine the masculine. With get there on a daily basis. Because most of us don't know how to get there. We don't. I didn't know how to get there. You know, I'd just be like sitting there going, okay, when is it going to happen? I, well, and most of the time, yeah, I've struggled. So I've had some rough days. Like, what's that? Some rough, just like rough, rough days. And like, but I've struggled to get into the space, but I had a pretty good one yesterday. And I got in the space and we're there. And um, it was a good meditation. And it brought a lot of things to, to light and to perspective. And it also shelved a lot of things that I'd been just worried about. Mm-hmm. And, like, please ask, what'd she say? Please ask Sonia to share my content. Uh, Kelly, you can just DM you can get on Instagram. Instagram. Uh, her links are all below. You can just go. You can send me an uh, email at uh, snowgenelle at gmail. Um, you can just, set up a consult call at, at blendedconnections.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if that works. So. Yeah, just get a hold. Or you can get a hold of me. I'll send her to you. Whatever. Whatever. I'd be excited to talk to you about it, Kelly. Like, there is is. stuff happening, and we are all coming to the space where if you shift yourself, you shift, you shift the world. It's about you healing. You heals the world. So we're really clear. You heal you. You do you, and that does whatever your healing is, whatever your healing journey is, your self, your self connection is that journey. You do that. You're gonna, you are saving the world, in my opinion, because the more of us who do that, the more of us who come to center, the more of us come back to home base and know who we are fully and completely as much as we can in the human world. Um, that becomes the ripple effect. People want to be around you because of your energy and that will start to help them realize where they are maybe imbalanced or what they want. So, so I got two, I got two questions. I got truth seeker Patriot on TikTok. She asks, does Jen support the whole gender neutral stuff? Like, is she saying people can be whoever they want? I think when she was, and I think this goes back to your earlier comment, so I think what she was talking about, she was talking about like your soul because we were having like the soul conversation. So when you talk about your soul, your soul is basically a light. And they were asking is if the light, like, do you get to just choose? As, and then you're, um, and I think that's more of what she was talking about. Jen's very open when it comes to whatever, whatever you believe. I'm the same way. I don't necessarily agree with the gender neutral stuff. I don't I, agree with, you. but like, I'm not you or I'm not anybody. So I don't care. Like, but don't, don't come at me if I get it wrong because- yeah, I, I'm raising, or because I'm raising my boys to be boys. I'm not raising them to be gender fluid. 
I think they like being boys. I think think you have to be who you are and who you You are, you are. And that's your truth. Be, be who you are. And I, that's what I support. Like, you know what, you're going to be you. And however you choose to express that. I, Mm -hmm. I, you do. We're here for it. My heart is your heart. Yeah. If you're, as long as you're respectful in, in the way I'm deciding to do things, like I'm going to be respectful in the way that you decided to. And if you correct me, if you say, listen, I need you to respect my pronouns. Can you please call me this? Fuck yeah. If I'm going to come to your house or whatever, yeah, I'm going to call you whatever you want. If you want to be a panda bear, fine. I'll call you panda bear. Whatever's, whatever, I, whatever I need to do to make you feel whole. But at the same time, this is, and this is everything. This is the mask, this is the vaccines, all of it. At the same time, I need you to also be respectful on my stance. Like if I'm, I'm saying, you can call me ma'am, you can call me ship. Some people have called me by my real name um, because they know it. And I, I've had to kind of step in and say, listen, you know, this isn't, and Sonia, Sonia is probably the only one that can call me by my real name and, and she doesn't even do it. So it may be you, maybe you now, but they don't. And this, it's just a respect thing. Like I'll call you whatever you want, as long as you call me, you know, whatever I ask, princess, whatever. Um, and then the next question we had is I am the, I, I am the one that does not feel like I can relax enough to meditate or get hypnotized. How do you start when you can't shut off your inner monologue? I feel like I've answered this a lot. I'm going to let you take it. So that is the number one thing why people feel like they can't be hypnotized or cannot meditate. And actually, if you, when you're still, when you're beginning your process, um, if you take a moment to let your mind wander for a second and like or more than a second, I actually, it's like a five minute, 10 minute process. And you practice this every day. When you stop and just take 10 minutes and listen to the sounds around you, listen to the, the thoughts coming forward, right? Instead of fighting them, instead of trying to sh- like push them away, because when you get into fight mode, you're not relaxed, right? You're now in fight or flight mode. So instead of going that route, take a moment and whether you say this out loud or using your internal monologue, that every noise, every sound, whether new or old, now or later, you know, expected, unexpected, every thought, every time I move my body, this is going to be an anchor to take me deeper down, deeper into that space of relaxation and rest. So you take a moment, let all that come together. And then in your inner mind, say, okay, your job is to take me into a deeper space of relaxation and rest or calm and peace. I mean, whatever word you're going to use that day, you begin to do that. Those sounds in your inner monologue will begin to not be distracting. They will actually start to help you go deeper. Every time they come up, a thought will just take you deeper and you'll start to see yourself starting to drop into a deeper level of rest and relaxation. And it's something, the first thing we actually do in a hypnotherapy session um, or my guided meditation sessions is we take a moment once we get in our eyes closed, once we get into that breath work and I say, okay, now take a moment to listen to the sounds both inside and outside of the space that you are in, noticing all the sounds here now, hear what you hear, notice what you notice and knowing that each and every time a sound comes forward, it'll take you deeper in and deeper down. And what it does is it stops the fight and allows them to be, but it, it takes the, the focus away from them in a way. You stop focusing on the fact that you have them or you hear them and it brings you back to home base. And then we just use different um, imagery, different techniques, different tools to help you drop in as the sounds and as the thoughts are coming, they'll just start to like, you'll start to, they won't be a distraction anymore. They'll be a part of your process. And when they become a part of your process, they become helpful. Instead That's of- where we are right now. So like, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like occasionally I will, it's gotten better, but occasionally like all of a sudden, like just the thoughts, will, then they just keep coming in. And so, but then I kind of stop and I'm like, okay, well, what is it about this thought? Why is it here now? Cause I know I'm in my space. But why is this thought here now? And so then I start to look at the thought. Like I start to look around at what I'm thinking and what's what's there. Like one thing was like about a mailbox. And like, why am I thinking about this mailbox? 
Like, what is it about the mailbox? And you start going deeper into, okay, well, the mailbox is because you're waiting on a letter. Well, who are you waiting on a letter from? Well, you're hoping that this is going to happen, you know, so on and so on. And maybe it's about a message. And then you open the message and then sure as shit, it was a message. And sometimes it's just kind of, it's, There's I don't know. It's to them, right? And when you're in that deeper space, asking questions is huge. We're not taught mm -hmm. to ask questions. When you get comfortable in your subconscious in that deeper space, that light space to deep space, start asking mm -hmm. who, the what, the where, the whys. And you, and then allow the answer to come to you. Instead of expecting the answer, let it sit with it and let it show itself to you. Because when we get out of the way of the answer, it comes much quicker. When we get in the way, it takes a little bit longer. It's like anything, right? Creation, right. we're in the way of it, it's going to take a little bit longer to get to us. When we're not, it happens almost like this. And that, again, is coming back to that power of life. I think with that, we're coming up right at, we are right at an hour, Jen. So we are going to wrap this up. So Jen, give everybody your final thoughts. Give them a good send off. And everybody on TikTok, I love your faces. We'll see you later. Keep on living. Take it easy. Tell your mom. Bye. Jen, give comes, them all your final thoughts. Go. When it comes to your journey, your journey will be unique to you. And allow yourself and give yourself permission to go on that journey, however that looks like for you. And know that you are doing it exactly how you need to process this. And that you are not alone in the journey, that there are people around you going through the same thing. There are people around you that can help you, that can support you. And just letting yourself be open to that support in whatever way feels best to you will help move you forward a hundred times faster than before. So you can do this. This is, There is no reason you can't do it. So um, when you're ready, you it will happen. So allow yourself that permission. Give yourself permission because most of us don't. And when you give yourself permission, you open the floodgates for opportunities to come to you that will help you move forward. And and ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, with that, I'm going to wrap this up. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom it says hi. And I will see you tonight with the one and only Alpha Anon for spirituality and Bible verses. It's going to be interesting. I love your faces. We'll see you tonight. Bye. You think it's so fucking